Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Forenzi, and I am a growth and marketing strategist for experts and creatives. And today I wanted to talk about everyone's favorite topic, imposter syndrome. And as a reminder, this season is all about clarity. And there's a really specific reason that I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome in that in that context, right? Clarity And the clarity that we have around what we do in our business and what's possible in our businesses is often clouded by what I would call overactive imposter syndrome syndrome, right? (laughs) Um, And what I keep seeing time and time again is that imposter syndrome comes up, but without a lot of context or further potentially useful information around it. And so I wanted to just dive into that a little bit more. And first, imposter syndrome is a problem, right? Like I would argue that imposter syndrome is a problem, but it's not a problem because you have it. Imposter syndrome is a problem because it gets villainized and or we use it as proof that whatever like crummy things we think about ourselves are true right? That is my problem with imposter syndrome is actually not that people feel it. It is normal to feel it. And frankly, if you don't ever have imposter syndrome, you're probably a sociopath, right? Like look at the people we know who don't have imposter syndrome. Donald Trump, great example. Kind of crazy. Plenty of other examples. They're all a little bit off, right? Imposter syndrome I'm not a therapist, but I believe that it's a really healthy sign of self-awareness. And it can be crippling when you give it too much power. And my, I feel like the zeitgeist or the, you know, what I would call the (laughs) mindset industrial complex, if you will, um, has really given room for imposter syndrome to become like almost treated as though it is a real kind of disorder or syndrome. And that's kind of where the problem lies because imposter syndrome, like so many other feelings we have, it's actually just a piece of the puzzle, right? It's just a part of the conversation. And what I really, what really gets me, right, is if I'm in a room and I'll ask someone, you know, okay, like, why has it been hard for you to be consistent on Instagram, let's say, for example, and I get a response like, oh, I think it's imposter syndrome. And my immediate instinct is to ask more questions. What kind of imposter syndrome? What do you feel like an imposter about? Why does that make you feel an imposter? Is there any reason to believe that you are an imposter? Like, those are all the questions that come to mind for me because I'm like, Imposter syndrome as a standalone doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's not very reflective or informative. And 
What I wanted to kind of dive into deeper are some hacks that I use that I share with my clients to really help them grow their revenue and feel more clarity in their business alongside whatever moments, feelings, or generalized imposter syndrome they might have. So let's really dive into that because I want you to leave this with the ability to like rethink and reframe whatever imposter syndrome means to you. So first, let's just baseline definition and understanding and agreement for this conversation. Imposter syndrome is not all-encompassing, okay? Imposter syndrome is always going to be a piece of the conversation. And so our job is just to figure out what piece of the conversation. So the first thing that I always encourage people to go through is asking yourself, when I don't feel like, when do I not feel like an imposter? What are moments in time where I feel like I'm in flow and I'm really freaking good at what I'm doing and this is like where I shine? I want you to identify at least five of those things And think about whether there's a way for you to hack that and really reuse it and recycle that skill to get better at the things that make you feel more impostery, right? That like bring up more of that imposter syndrome. So that is the first thing. Second thing, what specifically makes you feel like an imposter? The more specific, the more you can coexist with it. So here's what that can look like, right? Like I'll tell you, for me... I will feel like an imposter oftentimes when I am introducing myself um, in a group, right? In a mastermind group, when I assume that everyone in the group is like making five times more money than I'm making and has been around five times longer and is five times smarter and all of those things, right? I'm like, immediately that will bring up all my feelings of like, do I belong here? Like, am I good enough for this? All of that. And so... I really have to double click on that, right? Because that's a little bit vague. I mean, it starts to get to the core of it. But then I start to think more, what specifically is making me feel like an imposter? And I'll skip a couple steps for you just for the sake of keeping this short. But what I've really started to see is that in those situations, what makes me feel like an imposter is that I'm afraid and worried that either they won't like me or that they'll never want to buy from me or refer anyone to me because there's like other people in the room who are better than them. And like, maybe I won't be able to like make the most of this network. Right. And the reason it's important to get that specific is because then I can actually kind of navigate that feeling or negotiate it or just tell it to shut the F up, which is what I have to do sometimes. Right. Like, I'm there, there's no reason that if I'm there, I shouldn't be there, right? It's not like I was like, you know, blackmailed someone into inviting me. I joined a mastermind just like every other person there, and that means that I can and should be there. So that's why getting specific is really important because I see this a lot when people are like, well, I just feel imposter syndrome when I sell. And it's like, what about the sell, right? Is it asking for money? Is it how much you charge? And really doubling down so that when you understand like the specific trigger, you can actually make an action plan to relate to it differently. Um, and then lastly, I like to have my little like anti-imposter syndrome evidence pile, right? So I'm like, I'm like mindset adjacent. I'm a fine, like, I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I don't like when mindset gets weaponized. 
But I do see where mindset stuff comes up for people, right? And while some people think that you can like think your way out of mindset, I think you can only act your way out of mindset blocks or challenges. And so I like to have an evidence pile that will potentially, that I can use and draw from to help me refute whatever crummy things I'm saying to myself, right? And so I always like to do that, right? So in that mastermind example, I gave you some examples of the evidence, right? Like I'm here and I went through the same process that everybody else did to be here. Like I belong here. Or um, when it comes to selling, hmm, I've sold this to a lot of people and people who have bought in the past have been really happy with their sale. Maybe I'm doing people a favor. Maybe you're not going to get to that point, right? But maybe you can realize that it's a disservice to not talk about what you sell to someone when they're potentially interested. So I really wanted to dive into those three things because when I think of clarity, I think about like our internal storms, like really, really muddying the waters and making everything swirlier than it needs to be. And I always say, I'm not a mindset person, but I love feelings. And this is a big one that comes up that I really just like want to challenge and break down because my clients who have really managed to implement some of these things have quickly started to make more money because they stop kind of like being able to use imposter syndrome as a crutch or as like a mask that kind of lets them hold themselves back and keep themselves small and actually forces them to just be like, this is a feeling and potentially a thought. And also like, here's where I'm not an imposter. So I'm not just an imposter here's what makes me feel like an imposter. So how can I like challenge that? And here are all these reasons and all this evidence I have that I'm not an imposter. So I hope you go out and try this. I hope you go out and implement it. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Do you believe in imposter syndrome? Do you identify with imposter syndrome? Like all those things would love to hear what you do when you feel that way. And just a friendly reminder that clarity is the path to success. I will talk to you all soon. Have a good one. Bye.